Hey there, hustlers, and welcome to another episode of the Corporate Side Hustler Podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about how to utilize YouTube to grow and monetize your side hustle. Our guest speaker today is my good friend, Jess Flynn. Now, Jess is the owner of Social Quest Media. She helps female entrepreneurs show up powerfully online using strategy and flow so they can inject more fun into their business and make more money. She also owns and operates a video marketing agency where they're fully editing busy entrepreneurs' YouTube videos and offer VIP days to create a profitable and fun YouTube channel. She now lives in Maryland with her husband, Dominic, and English cream golden retriever, Murphy, after living in Europe, get this, for six and a half years. Her favorite things are the office, traveling to new places, and being around family and friends whenever she can. Let's dive in. Hey, Jess, and welcome to the show. Hi, so glad to be here with you. I am super pumped about this topic. I mean, I've already been in your DMs this morning asking you all the things about YouTube. So I know this is a needed discussion. So I shared a little bit about who you are, but I would love if you would like to add any additional things about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so thank you for that awesome introduction. And really, my main mission is to help women show up powerfully online, whether that is through video or through expanding their business. I've been talking to a lot of women lately who have felt the pull within their intuition saying to try something new. And I'm here to encourage a lot of women in business to do the same because every time you know we're evolving, there's new skills that we take on. And I'm here to just encourage women to utilize all those skills, not to fit in a box and to really scale their business that way. Even just that switch that I've recently made, it's really done wonders for my business, but really also for the fun in and outside of my business, so also in my life. So I love mentoring women on that as well. So let's talk a little bit more about this because I know about the switch and you transitioning mm-hmm. in this space. And it's not even transitioning this space. You actually were already in this space. But would you elaborate a little bit more about what you were doing in 2020 and now what triggered you to focus more on YouTube and monetizing YouTube? Yeah, for sure. So I was focused a lot on business coaching, marketing, and sales, specifically more so on the sales aspect because I really fell in love with intuitive sales, you know, following both strategy, but also, you know, using the sales strategies that feel good to you because. I think a lot of women are fearful that we're going to be pushy or that it just feels kind of forced. So there's so many different ways we can sell that feels good and that works. So I was really focused on that in 2020. But then for some reason, towards the end of the year, I was kind of just not in alignment, as everybody says, with it anymore. I will always have those skills within me and I'll always be able to teach women how to sell in a way that feels good. But I was pulled to do something more creative. I've always been a creative person and I think a lot of entrepreneurs are creative and sometimes we can get stuck in the do, do, do and like the structure of it all where we can kind of lose the fun. And so fun for me is being creative and that's why I kind of one day I I was having a really bad day and I was like, you know what? Something told me to focus on YouTube again. So I pretty much gone full circle because that's where I started. I started a travel vlog about, gosh, it might have been six years ago now. And, um, but I wasn't really consistent with it until about 2018. And that's when I fell in love with it. That's where I gained my confidence with video and also storytelling and building a community. And 
I missed that. And I missed the editing part, the storytelling, and just really captivating an audience via video. We can do that with stories. It was real. Some so heavy reels are a thing now because they're so fun. But I was just getting pulled to be creative again and to be more hands-on in my business. And, you know, I was a little bit nervous at first because I'm like, this is kind of a little bit out of left field. I mean, some people know that I that's where I started and that I have some YouTube knowledge, but I never really talked about it. And then I just went for it. I remember I shared one day that I had 1.7 million views on my YouTube channel and my DMs were blowing up. And I was like, what? I had no idea you guys wanted to learn about this, you know, because we're all, you know, stuck in like podcasting or Clubhouse is a new thing, um, Reels, Instagram, Facebook, not a whole lot of people talk about YouTube or have the experience like I do. And the more and more I talked about it, the more I realized how many women out there, specifically in our industry, have been wanting to do it, but they don't know how, or they have actual fear around starting it or committing to it. And there's a lot of steps included into it, like the editing and the SEO and keyword research and creating content, being consistent with it. So I understand the resistance around it at first. So I went for it, started talking about it, and people were loving it. And then I realized, you know what, this is a part of my business. And my dream is to turn this into an agency as well. And it's really lit me up to the point where I'm like, you know what, I can teach women about this and still be the business mentor for them, be the sales mentor for them. But I also have this specialty on YouTube. It's really been an amazing month (laughs) so far because it's really only been a month since I fully stepped into it and announced it to the world. But yeah, that's kind of how it all began. I love it. And I love too, that you shared a little bit about like what allowed you to make that switch and to come back full circle. Cause you kicked it off with saying, Hey, I really want to empower women and inspire women to try something new. And I think that's key. Cause I think you can attest to this, that I was feeling that same way. And I was even, you know, picking your brain a little bit about, okay, I think I'm wanting to make the switch, but is it weird to make the switch and what should be that right switch? And I love that you just shared that. Hey, like, I had to like sit in that for a little bit and then realize that, hey, my audience actually wants this because the second you shared the 1.7 million views on YouTube, your DMs exploded where it was almost like a clear sign of, hey, there is an appetite for this. There is a desire for this. And that's where this new offer was born. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like testing the waters. And I think, you know, one of my favorite quotes is life begins outside of your comfort zone. As someone who has moved overseas uh, when I was 22 for love and lived in developing countries, that's like some of the most amazing memories of my life. And if I wasn't uncomfortable, those kinds of things wouldn't happen. So I'm kind of following suit with that and knowing like, hey, this might feel a little uncomfortable, but usually the best thing start with you feeling a little nervous, a little bit scared, because I think it's what's really driving is the excitement waiting for us at the end of it too. Agreed. Agreed. And I think this is going to be a good segue to the first thing that you wanted to dive into, because I have a good friend that has a saying where she says, sometimes you have to have like a breakdown in order to have a breakthrough. And I know that you are really big on talking about mindset and empowerment. So will you share a little bit about the mindset and empowerment part of starting the YouTube channel? Mm, Yes. So I think it definitely relates to a lot of business owners when they first start off on Instagram too. And you're you're afraid of what people will will think, right? Guilty of that. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, we were too. I mean, there's still people from high school watching my stories. So it's one thing that, you know, we just have to learn to deal with. But I think that's the biggest thing is we're afraid either of what people will think. And I think the biggest thing too with YouTube is we're afraid we're going to fail. And I think with the mindset around YouTube is you have to go into it knowing that you're doing this for the long haul and to get your voice out there to be seen and heard. And I think, you know, 2020 was definitely the year for a lot of people to be seen and heard. And unfortunately, with Instagram and the ever-changing algorithm, it sometimes felt hard. You know, when you check your Instagram stories, and you're like, one day I have 200 views, the next day I've got 20. (laughs) What's going on? That's another reason why I've been wanting to go towards YouTube is because there's just more possibilities for people to see you. But to go back to the mindset and empowerment, it really comes down to what are you going to do that's going to bring you joy? Are you doing this so it brings you joy and that you know you're going to reach the people that you want and that you're going to have fun with it? Or are you doing it because you feel like you have to? If you're going to go with the first bit of doing it because you, you want to do it and you're going to have fun with it and you want to reach more people, that should be the biggest driving force behind doing it. Also, I mean, with starting your YouTube channel, you have to know that you're reaching so many more people and you're out there to change their lives. I can't tell you how many YouTube videos I've watched, specifically either around mindset or, you know, Christianity or anything that I'm needing right now. I know I can go on YouTube, type it in, and I can find it. So knowing you are at literally a people's fingertips for them to search and you can be there to help them is such a great feeling. And that should also be a huge, a huge motivator. But I know it's, it sounds really simple. You should just truly be yourself, put out on YouTube whatever the heck you want. And that's also the beauty of it. You can put out whatever you want. You can have one channel and one day you can be giving tips and the next you can be teaching them like how to make your favorite salad. And the reason you can do that is because it's your channel. You are the brand. Whereas with Instagram, everything's got to be very cohesive or Facebook groups, everything's got to be very cohesive and on brand with what our mission is and all of that. Whereas YouTube, it's more fun. So I think that also should help with people's mindset knowing that it's not that serious. <laughs> it's not that serious over on YouTube. As long as you're giving value and you're doing it for, you know, the greater good of others, go for it. Don't hold back. So one of the things that you talk about is around finding the joy or doing it for the joy. And I know that I can not necessarily speak to a YouTube piece, but I know how nervous I felt hitting the play button for Facebook live or actually doing my first IG live or IG stories, you name it, really putting your face out there. There's a goal of, I want to make an impact, but there's the terrifying feel of, am I going to mess up? Am I going to overthink it? Do you have like one quick, like little exercise that you do to help people get into the right mindset? Cause sometimes the joy mm-hmm. may come later. Oh yeah. So as you know, this is, has always been one of my favorite tips that I've always used, but it's really definitely helped me, especially in 2020, where we've had good days and bad days all throughout every week, you know, very unpredictable. And it's to be flexible. Okay. Be flexible. But when you have that energy and you're like, okay, on Tuesday, that's going to be my content creation day. Make sure you are zoning in on just that. If you know that looking at your phone is going to take you out of that mindset because you're either watching somebody who has achieved a goal you want and then you're going down comparison 
just avoid it. Avoid the things that don't make you feel good so that you can stay in that energy that people are going to feed off of through the video. That way you're not necessarily faking it or anything, but you're avoiding and you're you're avoiding the things you're having strong boundaries on your own joy and on your own energy so that when you are completing these tasks for YouTube, it's specifically showing up on video, it can be very draining at times. But you have to first have those strong boundaries around the things that can either bring you down and start your day off the best way you want to, whether you are somebody who likes to journal or you like to exercise or you like to dance around your kitchen or you like to sleep in, do whatever you can that's going to make you in that feel good state and then go in, get it done. And then you're going to feel amazing because you were in that state of flow. And I'm sure you have felt that way, Lisa, where you're just, you do one thing before you know it, you've written like 10 captions. You're like, Ooh, I feel good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's because you're in the flow. You're not having any distractions. You're in your zone. And it's the same thing with, with YouTube. So avoid any distractions, anything that will get you out of that state of joy and excitement, because that's how you're going to crush it. And that's what's going to make a few hours just fly by versus something that could take you all day. 100% agree. And it's my mindset check based off what you're sharing right now is, you know, that I agree 100% about being flexible and being intentional with your time. And right before I do anything, I put some type of party emphasis around it. So mm-hmm. when I'm batching out my reels, I schedule it as a batching real party day. So that way I'm getting in the mindset, <laughs> I'm getting into the mindset of <laughs> this is fun. Like this is going to be a great time for me to do something when I'm batching like just actual content. It's a content party. Either way, to your point, it's getting in that state of flow. So that way I'm enjoying the process and not waiting for a certain number to happen, like a certain amount of views or the sale. It's about just enjoying the process while it's happening. And I think this might even be a good transition to your second tip that you wanted to share with us is it's all about consistency. And when you're in that state Mm -hmm. of joy and you're in that state of making sure that you're pushing out the YouTubes into your audience in a consistent way, you actually have some good tools and resources for us to help us be consistent. What are those? So since a lot of your listeners are business owners, there's already so many amazing pieces of advice or content that we've already put out in the world. And it might be an email or it might be a reel or a story that we did a couple weeks ago or a written piece of content. My biggest piece of advice is take, go through your analytics and see what people are loving and then create a YouTube video off of that. The reason I push for this is because first off, we usually know this stuff like the back of our hand. So do what you're good at and stick to that. Don't overthink it. And it's because people want it. So if people are, you know, gobbling it up on your Instagram or your email list, they're most likely going to love it over on YouTube. Another reason is because There's different people out there that like to consume knowledge in different ways, whether that is in written form, short video, or long video, or live video. So when you expand on it in YouTube, it usually has a more structured process to it. And a lot of people like that because like your listeners, sometimes we just want to listen to a 15 minute video while we're doing the dishes or, you know, we're changing our kids or whatever. So repurpose, 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 expand on what you're already good at. Also, I know batching is a huge thing, but I know it's not for everyone. So if you, you know, somebody who likes to batch, I love that party advice. (laughs) Lisa, that sounds like so much fun and create an outline. So take the topic of your YouTube video and come up with your talking points so that you know exactly what you want to talk about. 
do not script it because you're going to sound like a robot. You're going to get two in your head. And also don't worry about messing up because you can press record, delete that segment and start again. And that's a big thing is when you are doing, you know, three tips or whatever it may be, you can pause, say what you got to say, and then, you know, press record and then stop it and then start again. And that's going to save you a lot of time because if you do mess up, you have an amazing clip that you just recorded and you can, you can delete everything else that you don't like, which is also going to make the editing a whole lot easier, saving you time, making you more consistent. Also ask your audience what they want and look at what's trending in your niche online and be inspired by others. Because even with our social media presence, we're constantly inspired by others and we're pretty much all uh, sharing the same stuff, but in different ways. And it's the same thing on YouTube. So search on YouTube in your niche. Askthepublic.com is another one to get lots of topics to talk about on YouTube and have fun with it. Make your own twist. And also know that you don't have to do 20 minute long videos, like five minute, eight minute long videos do really well. And that's also what's going to keep you consistent. And also you can share a lot about yourself, your journey, your story, whatever it may be, because people will watch that. So always keep a list, write down any ideas that come up and create a simple outline, batch it when you have that energy. And that's what's going to keep you consistent. So much goodness and all of that. And I wanted to make sure that I hit three key things for my note takers that are listening right now. Jess, Jess knows this about me. You all know this about me. I am not a numbers girl, but do not shy away from checking mm-hmm. the analytics. Analytics is going to definitely help to everything that Jess is saying about what content is your audience already saying they like? What content is your audience saying that, hey, they can't get enough of that you can now take into a video? And then two, which is my definitely my favorite, which is creating the outline in a kind of bullet point version as opposed to writing it out in a script. I don't know if you would agree. The times that I feel like, oh, I got to write everything down, I lose that ability to actually connect with my audience because I'm so focused on, did I miss the certain sentence? Did I forget a certain little phrase as opposed to what are the key things I want to say? And then how do I just say it in a way that feels like I'm having a conversation with someone? that I might not be looking at per se, but at least it feels like a conversation. Would you agree? And that's when I feel like even more ideas start to to pour out instead of you sticking to a script. Because sometimes when we're writing scripts, we want to make sure we're hitting all the points. But really, when we're just kind of doing it from a place of, you know, not being super serious and knowing that, hey, we have all the knowledge within us, we just got to look and then kind of riff off of it. That's what's going to create the best stuff. And, you know, if there's something in there that you end up saying that you're like, eh, I want to take it out. Guess what? It wasn't a live video, but you can just edit that part out and it's no big deal. Beauty of editing. I love it. Mm -hmm. The last thing that I wanted to focus on based off what you just said is something that I probably wouldn't have been aware of doing until Reels came out. And you hit on the thing of like what's trending and whatever's trending, Mm -hmm. leverage that to help you kind of work from a place of inspiration. And you mentioned a specific website. What was that website? Mm -hmm. Askthepublic.com. So you could type in something like social media manager or social media tip, and there will be like a hundred different questions that people are literally typing into Google around that topic to give you some really niche specific topics to talk about either in your content or your YouTube videos. Love it. We'll make sure to add that link in the show notes. Yeah. So let's wrap up with the last great tip that you have for us, which is how to market and sell on YouTube and promote your YouTube channel with ease. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, as business owners, we kind of have an advantage because we have the email list, we have the social media presence, we have our raving fans that are watching our stories, reading our emails, Facebook groups, Clubhouse, whatever it may be. We have those people literally right now at our fingertips to promote it to them. Because like I said, there's going to be people who will love it and be like, thank God, now I've been waiting for a YouTube channel from her. And you can definitely convert people because you have a YouTube channel because they were able to connect with you in a different way, right? Like your rule of seven, you talk about all the time, the more likely we, the more often we see you, the more likely we're going to get warm to you and your offer. So tell everyone, tell all of your social media, talk about it often, every single time that you upload a video, take them through the journey, through your filming process, your editing process, or your outlining process, because then that's going to make them more aware. Also, anytime you're doing a podcast or you're doing a clubhouse, let people know that you have a YouTube channel or you can always reference something like if you're giving a specific tip, you can say, I go way more in depth in a video that's on my YouTube channel. If you want the link, DM me or link in bio. Just always try and direct people over there because again, it's going to get them warm to you and your offer. So now talking about selling on YouTube, it is a literal goldmine for selling your courses, for selling your digital products specifically, but also it could be your signature program. Because if you do have a signature program, people are going to you know, know that you watch it a few times a year. They're going to get familiar with the name. There's a mindset coach I follow in particular. She markets it so well. She always has her name of her program in the bottom corner of her video. She references it all the time. So anytime you give a tip, you can say, you know, in my signature course or my signature group program, we talk so much more about this particular subject. We go really deep into the subject and we're opening doors in March or whatever. Just always finding ways to talk about your signature offers, courses, or digital products so people, again, become product aware. And there's a link that always lives there. And the thing is, you're going to be attracting cold leads on a daily basis and turn them into warm or hot leads because you're building a whole separate community there that's going to buy from you. And the more you talk about that program and relate it back to the tips that you're giving on your YouTube channel, the more likely people are going to become a problem solution and product aware and convert. Okay. So you know that I'm like, I geek out over all this kind of good stuff. (laughs) And I think you shared so many great nuggets. Would you mind, I think this would be a great way to just like sum up everything that you're talking about. Why video? Why is video the avenue that people should be focusing this year and right now? Because that is the best way to connect with someone and to feed off of the energy you want to be in. I buy from people because I want to be around them. I want to be in their presence in some way. And video is the best way to do that. And if you think about it, when you're on the call with your coach, it's video. It's live video. So that's where you need to start is by connecting with people through video. They see your emotions. They can look you in the eyes. They will know and love all of your little quirks and connect with you that way versus only concentrating on written content or just a little bit of video. The more you push yourself out there, the more people are going to recognize you and know you as that girl who is a rock star at doing whatever you're great at doing and being consistent with it is so crucial. But I would say the biggest thing is connection and people want to be around certain people because they relate to them. And the best way to do it is video. Love it. Love it. Okay. So I know that my listeners are now thinking, all right, well, how do I get connected with Jess? What does Jess have in store this year? So would you share a little bit about what's coming up? 
Yes. First off, follow me on Instagram at Social Quest Media. My YouTube is also under the same name, Social Quest Media, where I'm giving entrepreneurial tips, YouTube tips, social media tips, but also lifestyle because I have a lot of travel content on there and hope to one day put that back on there as well. (laughs) And what I have coming up in February, super exciting. I'm going to be releasing my YouTube starter checklist because a lot of people want to start literally today. And I'm going to be showing you exactly how to do that with your phone, with all of the equipment that you may have right now, and showing you all the steps you need to take to launch that YouTube channel and start creating community and selling on it. I'm also going to have a masterclass on creating an epic YouTube channel for your business and creating raving fans so that you have a profitable line of income coming from YouTube as well. And that will be coming at the end of February. And I'm really excited, super affordable. And there's going to be a Q&A at the end as well. So we have um, a chance to connect and I can answer any questions that you have. Yes, yes, yes to all of that. I will be at that masterclass myself. <laughs> all the links that Jess just referred to will be in the show notes. Definitely follow Jess. You will not be disappointed. Jess, it's been literally a pleasure having you give us all this great information. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. And this year we're doing something different on the Corporate Side Hustler show where we're asking a would you rather. Okay. So would you rather binge on a reality TV show or a Netflix TV series? So I'm one of those people who I don't start a whole lot of new TV series. I'm like the office junkie. I rewatch it 5 billion times. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But reality TV is my thing. I am always watching Bravo, Below Deck, Real Housewives, you name it. That is my, that is my um, stuff right there. (laughs) This is why we're so close because we can talk about biz, life, and all the things that are trash on Bravo. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Thank you again, Jess. We really enjoyed you. your time here with us today. It was so fun. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, here's what I want you to do. Take a quick screenshot of you listening to the Corporate Side Hustler podcast and upload the image to your Instagram stories and tag me in it at the Corporate Side Hustler. I would love to hear from you and connect with you on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you the same time next week. Until then, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye for now.